Welcome to a bonus episode of the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. On these bonus episodes, I like to do a book review. And for any book that I give positive rating for, you will find an affiliate link down below in the show notes to purchase the book. But of course, you can always go to your local library and check it out there. I'm a big fan of the library and all that you can learn through there. Today, I'll be reviewing a book called Discover God's Health Wisdom, Exposing Eight Common Myths That Keep You Sick. And it is written by Alexandra Yu. She has a podcast called Her Holistic Healing. And if you're interested, she has the full first chapter for free on the podcast. So if you're intrigued by the review here, then head over to her podcast, which I will link down below, and you can listen to the first chapter. All right, so the rating, or not the rating, the description on Amazon says, do you feel anxious about your chronic illness and frustrated by a never-ending amount of conflicting health information? Discover God's Health Wisdom invites you to explore what the Bible has to say about health. The book explo- exposes the pitfalls of the healthcare industry from a nurse's perspective and provides compelling reasons to seek God's wisdom first for your health. This book will ultimately instill peace and hope as it encourages you to turn to the one who created you, the most powerful, loving healer. That is from Amazon. And um, that description, it totally intrigued me. So I'm going to say right from the outset, if you do not believe in Jesus or the Bible, then this book is not for you. This book was written for people who believe the Bible at its word. They believe that God is the ultimate healer. And um, people who read this book and who resonate with this book believe that the Holy Spirit can um, speak into your life and give you wisdom for for what to do for, you know, life. As I opened this book, I looked at the table of contents, of course, because that's what you do with a book, right? At least a nonfiction book where there's chapter headings written down. Um, and I have to say, I 100% agree with all of the eight myths that she presents. So I'm just going to list those eight myths and you'll hear why I resonate so deeply because they're things that we talk about on this podcast a lot. So here are the eight. Number one, if a health protocol worked for someone else, it will work for me too. In fact, I think I have an episode about that one. Uh, Number two, if the treatment didn't harm someone else, it won't harm me either. Again, that's a myth. Absolutely. Number three, if the drug stopped the symptom, my health has improved. Well, we all know that's not true because you have to address root causes. So that's definitely a myth that I agree with. Um, I agree that it is a myth. Number four, if I want to eliminate my health symptoms, I only need to focus on the physical needs of my body. And of course, you know, in this podcast, I talked to, to you about the whole person so much because you are a whole. You cannot just focus on the physical needs of your body. So, yep, that's definitely a myth. The next one, my body is inherently dysfunctional and there's nothing anyone can do about it. Well, I agree with her there too. Um, it is a myth. We are living in a sinful, toxic world. There are bad things. Our bodies do have disease, but there are things that you can do about it. Um, Are we ever going to have perfect health here on this earth? No. But are there things you can do about it? Yes. And then the eighth myth that she tackles is the Bible has nothing to say about my health. And of course, that is a myth as well. The Bible has a lot to say about your health. You are a whole person and spiritual health is part of that picture. But the Bible also talks about physical health. So that is like in a nutshell what the book is about. And I really enjoyed reading her perspective on these myths. 
My favorite story from the book was where she told she was driving down the road. She was really busy. She had a lot to do and her gas light came on. And so she pulled over and instead of filling her tank with gas, she took out a screwdriver and disabled the gas light because she had things to do. And she didn't want that light showing her that there was a problem. So she took care of the problem. She no longer could see that the gas was low. Well, of course, then she ran out of gas. That is so such a good analogy of what we do in conventional or Western medicine. We throw band-aids on the symptoms so that you no longer notice the symptoms and then you don't feel like you need to do anything about the problem. And of course, if you disable the gas indicator light, you're going to run out of gas. Now, she did go on to say that she did not actually disable the gas light. That would be silly. But how silly is it that we just tackle symptoms and then we're like, oh, I don't have the symptoms anymore. So therefore, I don't have to worry about the problem. That's one of the problems of our traditional medical system is that we don't care about the roots. We don't care about the actual problems in a lot of cases. Sometimes people really do, like the doctors and the medical system, they really do. And they try to tackle the actual problem or what they perceive to be the actual problem. But so many times they're just throwing band-aids on the symptoms. I mean, how many people have high cholesterol or high blood pressure and the doctors are, they give lip service to maybe lifestyle or dietary changes, but then they're like, here's the medicine and they don't follow through. Are you looking at your diet? Can I hook you up with a nutritionist? Are you cutting down on processed foods? How is your sugar intake? Are you eating low glycemic? Like these are all things that are like the research clearly tells us that these things impact blood pressure and cholesterol. We know that for depression, a, I can't remember if it's 20 minutes or 30 minute walk every day is more effective than antidepressant medications. That is what the research, multiple research um, studies have shown us. And yet how many people are on a daily walk as their prescription? How many people have been told this is more important than your antidepressant and your antidepressant medication is clearly important. Uh, like, hear me clearly. I'm not saying don't take your medicine. I'm saying you have to address the problem, not just the symptoms. So maybe the next time your gaslight comes on in your vehicle, you will remember that story and it will help you wonder like, what could I be doing at the root of my health problems? And if you're looking for ways to tackle the root problems of your Hashimoto's, check out the Holistic Hashimoto's course. That is why I designed it. That is why I created it. I did it with your root symptoms. I mean, sorry, your root causes in mind so that you can tackle them so that you're actually addressing the problem. And then, of course, when you're addressing the problem, then you're going to see results downstream from that. So hopefully my audio is okay. I live out in the country and they are combining the corn fields right by my house. So I can hear the combine. I can hear the semi trucks, you know, going up into the field to collect the corn. I hope that you can't or if you can, that it's not too distracting. So I also appreciated this book where she she embraces the whole person. 
I love that perspective. And I think we need more nurses writing books because nurses really do look at the whole. That is part of the nursing framework. We are trained to look at the whole person. And she really does a great job with that in this book. And here is a little snippet from one of the chapters. It says, um, it's necessary to examine the spiritual, mental, social, physical, and environmental aspects of our lives when we're trying to eliminate our symptoms. It's also beneficial to remember that each part of the physical body is connected to another part. We can't affect one part of the physical body without affecting the whole body. For example, if you experience a sudden severe injury to your foot, the experience of pain, inflammation, and shock will affect every bodily system. Breathing quickens, heart rate goes up, stress hormones are released, muscles become tense, intestinal mobility decreases, and anxiety may kick in. She goes on to say, it's also necessary to realize that emotions like fear, grief, resentment, envy, and bitterness can have enormous consequences on our physical health. If we want to experience true lasting healing, it is crucial to address our spiritual health, negative emotions, and unresolved emotional pain from the past. As Proverbs 14.30 says, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. I love her perspective on the whole person and addressing every part of you. So for that, for the myths, for that um, holistic perspective, I give the book five stars. I'm going to take off a star though, because throughout, especially the ending, I felt like it was almost prosperity gospel. Now, if you're not familiar with that phrase, it is basically a transactional gospel. Like if I do this, then God will do that. That's not how it works. God freely gives us grace. There's nothing we can do to earn more love. There's nothing that we can do to earn more grace. And I just kind of got the impression at the end that it was kind of transactional. If you seek God first, then you will be healed. And if you seek the Holy Spirit's wisdom, then you will know exactly what to do and you will be healed. So that part just, um, it rubs me the wrong way. Maybe I am way too skeptical and critical of prosperity gospel preachers. Um, well, I, I definitely am skeptical of that because there is not transactional. God is not transactional. He has paid the entire price for our sin, and he offers us eternal life, and he offers us unconditional love. He will always love us. He will always be with us. And there's nothing we can do to separate us from that love. There's nothing that we can do to separate us from you know, God's forgiveness is always there. And when I hear somebody putting conditions on it and making it transactional, that always rubs me the wrong way. So I don't know if that was, I'm sure it was not her intent, but that's kind of the feeling I got towards the end of the book, like do this and this will happen. Um, I also believe that God gives each of us gifts and talents and abilities and our vocations are so important. We have our vocations, you know, our our gifts and our talents, what we do for others. God gives those to us to help others. So yes, we should absolutely be seeking God. We should absolutely be asking God for wisdom and for guidance and also be asking other people for help. And I don't think that you know, the message of the book is to disregard people. Um, but there's definitely an emphasis on seek God first. And I almost felt like it was to the exclusion of others. 
And maybe you will read this book and you will not get that impression. I would love to have a discussion about the book and your thoughts. So I will have a link down in the show notes so that you can grab it on Amazon. I read it on my Kindle because I love to read my books while I'm walking on my treadmill now that it is cold out. So I hop on my treadmill. I have a nice stand that, you know, is like eye level so I don't have to look down and I read my Kindle books. I have the text a little bigger so that it's easier to read while um, walking. And yeah, that's just my my preferred method of reading in the winter. So I got it on Kindle and of course that's available on Amazon. Like I said, you can also get the first, you can listen to the first chapter for free on the author's podcast, which is Her Holistic Healing, and you can find that on all podcast players. So I would love to have a discussion about this book if you choose to read it, which I do recommend. And you can come over to Instagram and look for this episode's uh, picture, the cover picture, and you can chat about it in the comments there. I look forward to that discussion because I always want to hear what other people think about books. I love books so much. If you have a book that you want me to read and review, let me know. I would love to do it. And like I said, um, four stars for this book. Again, I love the premise of the book. I absolutely agree with the myths that she is busting. And I think she has a really good perspective on holistic healing. So head out to Amazon or your local bookstore and grab this book. And then also go down to the show notes and head over to the Holistic Hashimoto's course where you can learn to address your own root causes so that you can have holistic health as well. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 